Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take their businesses to the next level. Join us as we chat with green industry leaders to discover best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. Now, here's your host, Paul Jamison. All right, guys, today on the show, we're going to talk about a way we can make a little revenue in the holidays with Christmas lights. We got Chase joining us from Oklahoma. What's up, Chase? Hey, how's it going? Good, man. How about yourself? Going well. Can't complain too much. Just staying busy with all these Christmas lights we're doing right now. Awesome. Well, we're excited to hear about it, man. A lot of people have asked me, have you ever seen a Christmas vacation where you guys up there doing all those Christmas lights and they all go out? (laughs) Absolutely. <laughs> it can be intimidating, man. So uh, give oh, us a little bit of uh, your history of how you got started and then the financial aspect of it. Well, uh, so I own Chase on a Landscape here in Tulsa. And uh, Tulsa is a, a pretty big market for Christmas lights. There's a lot of people that, you know, they've got a lot of people coming in for the holidays, whether it's friends or family. And um, we have a lot of contracts with residential clients and we have, you know, commercial contracts too. But it seems like residential is a little, a little bit more um, passionate about the Christmas lights, to say the least. Uh-huh. So kind of how we got started was the client had approached me one day and said, hey, you know, uh, I'd like to do my Christmas lights. I said, well, I, I don't do Christmas lights, but um, I'll definitely give it a go. That sounds good to me. That was probably five years ago or so. So we tried it out. I mean, I had, you know, ladders and stuff like that. But when you start getting into the Christmas lights, you realize, well, if I had you know, maybe some cougar paws, these would help me out. Or, and maybe if I had a shingle hook, um, on the ladders, that would be helpful as well. So you slowly start to get better at the Christmas lights and you slowly start to build up, you know, to say the least. And, uh, that's kind of where, where we've, we've been now is we've got a pretty good grip on, you know, our install process and our guys that are specific to that Christmas light crew really know how to do it, you know, super efficiently and very well. And, that's kind of what I wanted to talk primarily about today was, you know, your protocols, your systems that you have in place to make sure that you're efficient on installs for Christmas lights because it's a very profitable market to get into. And if you are, you know, small or very large, I think that it's something that you certainly need to look at getting into, but maybe, you know, next year if you can. Okay. So let's say Baker Mayfield or whoever, he's from Oklahoma, right? Is he from yeah, Texas? Yeah. He played at no, Oklahoma. I think he's from Texas. Yeah, yeah he played at Oklahoma. Okay, you like the Oklahoma Sooners? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, I'm happy they, they beat those those Cowboys this weekend. Yeah, I, I'm a uh, Cleveland Browns fan, so I didn't like oh, I didn't like Baker Mayfield when he was at Oklahoma and they came to Ohio State and beat us and then took the Oklahoma <laughs> flag and put it at the 50 yard line. That was great sportsmanship. So I was like, this joker. Oh, but I actually prophesied that Baker Mayfield, this is on YouTube actually, that I, I said one day he'll be drafted by the Cleveland Browns, the number one pick in the NFL draft. And everyone laughed at me, but uh, I knew that that was going to happen. And I went on record sure and I enough. said it. And then, and he wasn't even supposed to be the number one pick. There's a lot of other players better than oh, him. Absolutely. Yet they picked him number one. So anyway, not to toot my own horn, but I was just trying to throw some comedy into the episode that somebody calls you chase and says hey this is a residential two-story regular sized home says uh can you come do our christmas lights what what's your next step from there to turn it into a sale at a profitable rate yeah so our our steps are 
uh, you know, clients will call us, which actually that's something else I'll get into is about the way that, the way that at least here in Tulsa, we market our Christmas lights. Um, it, it's a lot different than you would throughout the season with maybe landscaping or lawn maintenance, spring services, whatever it might be else that we do in the green industry. But uh, the office will get a phone call. They'll put it on my schedule or my general manager's schedule. And then we'll go out to the meeting and we have about an eight foot strain of lights that we take with us. We plug it in. That way they can look and really get an idea of the colors that you can see on those, you know, mm-hmm. the peaks, the front face, the roof, the shrubbery, whatever it might be, which really helps them kind of seal the deal essentially at that first meeting. Um, the way that we actually measure our roof line is on LMN. A lot of people, of course, know that LMN. If for some reason LMN doesn't have maybe an updated map, a lot of times I can get on Google Maps. And you can actually measure distance on that as well. So that's another way that we do that. Most houses that we do are anywhere from 100 linear feet up to about 400 linear feet. That's going to include the peaks, the front face of the roof line, which is going to be like the guttering and stuff. And then, of course, you can go up the, the larger peaks on the roof line where the shingles are and stuff. That's another good option for you as well. But that's a whole different animal. That's where I would honestly say the cougar paws come in very handy. And also it's just very important to have obviously safety equipment for the guys whenever they're doing that stuff. Um, so yeah, basically we'll, you know, we'll go out, we meet with the client, we touch, we touch base with them on all the different color options they have. I think we've got probably 10 to 12 colors. Uh, don't quote me on that. And then we will go over with them on price. Prices vary based on what I've heard about, you know, on Instagram, on Facebook, on the, the way that people install. There's two different ways in Oklahoma that they do it. You can either rent the lights out to the client or you can sell the lights. We personally sell the lights to our clients. So the first year, we charge them anywhere from $3.50 a foot all the way up to $5 a foot. And then after we do that, the second year, it will drop down generally $0.50 to a dollar per foot. And then the third year and beyond that will drop down to about a dollar to $0.50 again. It just depends, of course, on the difficulty. And how many lights, you know, it just, it, it really just varies. Okay. So, and then we also charge them a storage fee as well. Okay. So you purchase the lights and then do, yes. you sell it that first year for $5 per, what's the measurement for the $5 or your $3.50 to $5? $5 yeah. So it's $3.50 to $5 a foot. So that's going to be basically, if you have a hundred foot strand and charge on $3 and 50 cents a foot, that's $350 installed and removed the first year. Okay. And, you know, it, it, it becomes very lucrative, um, very high profits. After you, the first year, you kind of get the idea on the measurements. You get the idea of splicing that wire with a blank wire, making sure that your peaks are cut just right. And then the tricky part is whenever you take it down the first year is making sure that everything is mapped out very properly. So the following year, whenever you get that out of the box, you know exactly where that stuff's going to go for the install crew. So now if um, you sell it, Chase, to the customer for $5 a foot and they purchased it and you're, you're done after Christmas, you go and you take it off, you put it in a box and they keep the box in their garage or what? who, who stores no, so, it? So we store it in our shop. Uh, we've got large rack systems in our shop that, you know, it's out of the way. There's never any chance of anybody hitting that with a truck or a zero turn or piece of equipment in general. So what we do is we charge them, um, you know, let's say a small box, like a 20 gallon tote, you know, square box has a lid on it. So it keeps the dust off. You know, there's no chance of anything getting in there and, you know, messing them up whatsoever. Basically, you know, we might charge $5 a month for that. So that's going to be $60 a year. 
or you know you can go all the way up to about twenty five dollars a month depending on how many boxes you have. Some of the larger light jobs that we have maybe twenty five dollars a month based on how many boxes they have stored in our shop. So that kind of varies. And also, you know, with our overhead, it's different than another company's overhead. So there might be a difference in the way that you charge for your your storage fees. Yeah. Now, how much but are you, fees, Chase, how much are you buying the foot in your, your you know, where are you buying it from and how much are you paying for it up front? So we buy we buy Ewing Irrigation here in Tulsa. Um, we think that they have the best lights personally. They are a little bit more expensive than some of the other suppliers around here. But they have one diode in the light bulb rather than three to five. Mm-hmm. And the reason why one diode is better is because if a diode in the three to five light bulb goes out, your brightness on that bulb is going to be a lot different than the other light bulbs on that strand. Mm-hmm. So you have a one diode light bulb and that diode goes out, that bulb is completely burnt out. You don't have to worry about the maybe the dullness of the light. So that's why we buy from Ewing. Well, that's one of the main reasons. We have a good relationship with them as well. Mm-hmm. We buy our irrigation oh, yeah. parts along, yeah. you know, our seed. Um, and then they charge, again, don't quote me on this. If I'm not mistaken, for about 100 feet, you're around $140 out the door. That's going to include your socket wire, your light bulbs, and it's also going to include your gutter clips or your shingle clips for that matter. They're just plastic clips that you slide underneath the shingle or over the guttering. Okay. And then you only have that cost year one on the job site for the customer. And then you typically will get them as a returning customer the uh, following yes. year. You kind of got yeah, them suckered because you got their lights in your storage unit. <laughs> that's another That's another big thing is that when we first started out, we would have annual contracts with clients and say, well, you know what? You guys supply the lights. We're going to charge you just basically an hourly labor fee. Mm-hmm. You start to talk to more guys, you know, locally in the industry, and they say, "Well, we charge by the foot, and we sell the lights to them, and then also we store the lights." I say, "Well, why do you store the lights? That's, that's a ton of stuff in your shop because it's recurring. We know for sure that they're going to, you know, say, hey, 'Hey, we're ready to get our lights installed,' or you contact them around the September, October area, depending on how big your clientele list is, and you say, "All right, we're ready to get started on the Christmas light installs. We are going to be there the third week of October. Does that work for you?" You know. And really, um, for me personally, I, I like Christmas lights a lot because I think the holiday spirit is a great thing to have for everybody. It you know, brightens everybody's kind of, uh, I don't know, I guess I'd say just their personality right now, especially with the way the world is, which is pretty sad. So there's, it's a very lucrative market to get into. Um, it makes everybody super happy to see those lights. Hanging yeah. out, especially. Well, Hey Chase, I'll tell you what, well, I got, I got to get a drink of water here and kick it over to my producer to uh, play today's commercials. But uh, we'll be back here in just a moment with Chase from Oklahoma. I got some more questions for you on how to actually do Christmas lights at a profitable rate. We'll be right back. Are you ready to make some serious money this winter with snow and ice management services? Are you looking to position yourself as an industry professional and to protect your bottom line from issues like unstable salt prices? Don't get left out in the cold this winter. Head over to DebtFreeLandscaper.com to check out the highly sought-after commercial and residential snow plowing contracts. These agreements are available for internet download and are easy to edit and make your own. DebtFreeLandscaper.com, the green industry's most professional resource for lawn and landscape 
landscaping contracts, hiring employees and subcontractors, and where you'll find the same money-making commercial snow contract that numerous contractors like Brian Fullerton have used to dominate the snow and ice management industry. DebtFreeLandscaper.com Head over to DebtFreeLandscaper.com to get access to these incredible resources today and put yourself in a position to plow through the competition. If you want to learn how to properly install paver projects and retaining walls, visit thehardscapeacademy.com. There you'll find two different training courses and soon more coming about how to install properly to national guidelines with our own twists and tips and tricks we have learned over 20 some years to properly install these projects. It's a great resource. It's two and a half hours long each at $99. It's a great value at $99 each. If you buy both, there is a bundle special. Be sure to check out thehardscapeacademy.com. Most landscapers are so tired, they just want to enjoy a little of their evenings. However, you often go home and your bookkeeping from the day or week immediately demands your time. Fortunately, because you can't give it your full energy or focus, it just sits there, night after night, untouched, continually haunting you. It's costing you good cash flow, good decision making, and the peace of mind you need. Because your business demands your time elsewhere, Gulf Coast Bookkeeping provides a full service bookkeeping solution that is guaranteed to give you your time back and your peace of mind. You can begin this partnership with us today by going to www.gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15 minute phone call. Don't trick yourself into thinking you can handle it all. It won't be long before you're saying no to new clients or skipping dinner with your family and friends, all because your bookkeeping needs are unfinished. We'll take care of your green so you can take care of theirs. Schedule a 15-minute call today at www.gulfcoastbk.com. Remember to give us a five-star rating and well-worded review on Apple Podcasts. Now, more of the Green Industry Podcast with your host, Paul Jamison. All right, we are chatting with Chase from Oklahoma about Christmas lights on the show today. And we talked about how he can buy them for a little over a dollar a foot at Ewing Irrigation and then sell it for $3.50 to $5 year one, puts it up. And then at the end of the year, you take it down, put it in a box. I'm sure you, you know, label it for the right uh, homeowner. But you also mentioned to us that you had a plan where they could rent the light. So can you explain that uh, course of action? Yeah, so light rentals are uh, a little bit more complicated because, you know, these lights that you buy from Ewing, you buy them from Site One, you're going to have these custom fit to that home. That's the other big sales point is mm. that these are all shadow resistant LED bulbs. They're custom fit to that home. So generally speaking, um, you know, whenever I'd rent these lights out to people, basically I would charge them right around $3 a foot to $4 a foot. And I would also, of course, not have to have a uh, storage fee for that matter, because I knew that the following year, if they didn't want to use us, then we would go ahead and just sell these lights elsewhere. Now, some guys, that's all they do, because if they, for some reason, think that the client's kind of a pain in the butt, then they're going to go ahead and not contact them again or sadly ignore you know that phone call from that client the next year and they're going to try to sell those lights elsewhere we that just doesn't really fit our our business plan and our model uh, we want to have good relationships with people and we want to make sure that people are all completely satisfied with our services that's why we stopped renting lights and i think we only rented to two people in the last maybe five years if i'm not mistaken Okay. And then on the timing, I know guys are curious that aren't in the Christmas lighting yet that are considering it. You through kind of throughout their second or third week of October, when do you get started on this? And if you have a large amount of customers, I mean, you know, you obviously got to 
you only have a, a certain window of time. So how do you do it uh, to get everyone Absolutely. happy? So, um, yeah, for us, you know, we start usually around the middle of the middle of October and end generally around the first to second week of December. We really try to get everything done by by Thanksgiving, but we're getting a lot of late phone calls. Uh, we've got a couple today, as a matter of fact. So, you know, there's no way that we're going to get our clientele list completely completed before uh, Thursday of this week. But uh, yeah, most people, you know, depending on your clientele list, you might start the first week of November. You might start the first week of October. Some guys I know even start in September because they have so many light jobs. And in fact, that's probably about half of their business, if not you know, three quarters of it. But there's, there's some people that hit Christmas lights very, very hard. And it's one to two guys in the company. And they, uh, they're very profitable. I mean, it, it's something that to think about whether you're a you know, one-man show or you have 65 employees, it doesn't really matter. This is something that I think everybody should really be interested in getting into because it's such a good recurring service. Yeah. Well, I've had so many of my customers over the year, Chase, ask me if I do their Christmas lights and I had a really negative experience. I got a customer named Bob and he, uh, his wife's a big shot, you know, uh, meaning she has a very, um, important job, uh, you know, the very, very rich folks. Okay. I'm just oh, sure. be, be blunt. And, uh, they're having this big Christmas party and, uh, he, we did a fall cleanup for him, you know, around Thanksgiving. So everything looked clean, but he called me back out and he's like, Paul, we're having our big Christmas party. My wife, you know, all the executives are coming over to their beautiful home. And he's like, can you cut, we still have some leaves that are, you know, kind of just blown under the lawn and they just want us to come clean up the rest of the leaves. But he was so paranoid. He's like, but you know, I'm, I'm just hesitant to have you guys come out because no matter what, I don't want you to mess with the lights because this guy had so many decorations. And I mean, he, he went, he, he's the guy that goes overboard, you know what I mean? And the whole driveway is lined up with lights, not just on the house, but it's like the whole perimeter of, he has one of those fancy driveways and all that stuff. So I was like, no worries, you know, Bob, of course, you know, we'll, we won't, mess with the lights or anything like that. And then long story short, my guy was sitting there, uh, mo you know, had a 30 inch mower uh, going over the leaves to kind of chop them up. And he lost sight of where he was and he ended up cutting the line. And I don't know how, but they all went out the whole, you know, oh, outline of the driveway. We're out there all day looking like idiots trying to fix it. We, we literally couldn't. And, and uh, he went to Georgia tech. His son went to Georgia tech. These are smart guys. They're all trying to fix it. We're trying to fix it. And uh, so anyway, I haven't heard from Bob in a while, but uh, that kind of wounded me. Cause I'm like, I can't even navigate the lights that aren't even on the house. What about actually climbing up the ladder and putting it? So I was, just I was always intimidated uh by it just because you know I that experience right there of having a customer so upset because we knocked out his lights and I couldn't figure out how to make them all come back on and uh so I always was hesitant of it but I know the demand's there because my customers ask me so many of them over the years hey Paul can you do our lights and I always say no and you know someone else is 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 following behind me getting that revenue although I don't like climbing up ladders and being on houses and all that. But, uh, I guess you, you don't have a fear of heights or you guys are careful with the ladders and everything. We, yeah, we are. We're, we're very careful. Um, you know, we, there's a couple of houses that it's kind of inevitable. We have to use a lift for, which is not a huge deal or anything. You build that kind of into the price. Generally, we'll just kind of itemize that on their proposal as a separate fee. Um, but yeah, as for the, the, basically the roof lines and the peaks and stuff, there's some really intimidating peaks that you have to get on and, one of the one of the things that we do to combat that is what's called a ladder hook, where basically 
it hooks onto that it hooks onto that uh, peak underneath the shingles, mm-hmm. and you can walk up and down that all the time and not have any issues whatsoever. And actually, I've got a couple different videos on my Instagram that show how we hook that, you know, in case people want to look at that. And then we'll use also cougar paws as well. Those are a great pair of boots that you use to kind of scale a roof line in a fairly quickly period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, they're very, uh, the surface area, if I'm not mistaken, is completely foam on the sole. So that surface area is covered very well. That way you don't slide down a roof. And, you know, you can go up a peak that you never would expect to be able to walk up totally fine. You have no issues with it at all. Those boots are about, oh, about $185 out the door, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I think they might be 200 uh, at most on different sizes. But they're, they're great. I mean, that's kind of a necessity whenever you're doing yeah, a lot you of don't, You don't want to end up in the bushes. So. <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, Chase, I really appreciate you sharing the story. Is there anything I'm missing about Christmas lights, profitable rates? Uh, profitability rates is another thing we could we could definitely hit on. Basically, the first year, we're, we're starting a profit of about 27%. The following year, we're roughly around a 50% profit. Mm. And then the third year and beyond, we're around a 70% profit. Awesome. And what's your Instagram if someone maybe is wanting to get into this and wants to kind of, um, you know, watch uh, what you guys are doing? Just Chase Lawn and Landscape. Chase Lawn and Landscape. And you're out of Oklahoma. Yes, we are. Awesome. Well, I really appreciate your time. I know this is something that yeah. uh, intimidates me. And I, I mean, I know Marty, my producer, you know, Martha's going to want him out there putting these lights up on the house. And th- thank God I don't live in a home. Well, I want to live in a home one day, but where I live right now, I don't have to worry sure. about all that. But uh, oh, yeah. it's good to know guys are right. out there seeing the opportunity and doing it at a profitable way. 27%, 50%, 70% profit margins. That will work. So you obviously have figured it out. We appreciate you sharing your experience with the Green Industry Podcast audience. Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate the opportunity. It was definitely cool to be on here. Here's what Roger from San Antonio had to say about his one-on-one coaching experience with Paul Jamison. Hey guys, my name is Roger. I run Lobo Lawn and Tree Care down in San Antonio, Texas. I just wanted to give you all a quick tip on Paul's coaching calls. I was really struggling in my business. After talking to him, he's just given me the confidence of having a coach to double check my homework with and see what it'll take to get my company to the next level. So if y'all are thinking about it, go ahead and do it. Guarantee it. It'll help y'all out. Thank you, Roger, and much success in 2021. We are offering Green Industry Podcast listeners a huge Christmas sale, 30% off of private one-on-one business coaching calls. Just visit the show notes for the link to one-on-one business coaching calls with Paul Jamison. listening to the green industry podcast please check out the show notes for links to products and services that you heard about during today's episode and you can stay connected with paul on instagram at paul jameson and at green industry podcast on youtube just search for paul jameson